Dirty Radio. It's your host, the Captain LGs, and we are we're a little far away from the mic. I guess you guys can hear that a little bit. Uh, this week, as you can see by the title, another podcast like every other podcast. Again, we got Dave in the studio. What's going on, man? How the how are all you kids out there? We're gonna be a little bit. Uh, we're gonna be relaxed today. It's not gonna be the normal slapstick, high jinks. You know, it takes a lot of fucking work to get a show like that out to you guys. I hope you guys realize that. Tons. <laughs> okay, but, uh, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we got the lovely lady rolling around here somewhere. She might join us uh, a little later. But, I mean, they, since the last podcast, I mean, like every other podcast, we had a chance to connect with the <laughs> listeners on a personal level. Sit down and rap with the fans. A lot has happened, man. A lot has happened. So, uh, uh, what's been up with you lately, man? Uh, nothing, man. Um, outside of working on this, continuing to do my art thing and make a buck the way I can, you know. And getting it how you live. Getting how I live. Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. Well, we like to take this opportunity. And I know we've been doing it intermittently through the last couple of weeks. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed, uh, the last couple of podcasts. And we have a special announcement for next week's podcast that we're going to... I don't know, I really hate when people fucking do that. I was like, why don't they just say what they have to say? Get to the point. But quit stalling. We have a special announcement that we're not going to say until uh, an hour into the podcast. No, this isn't, this isn't going to be that long of a podcast. But, uh, we're resigning and quitting everything. This is the end. Sorry. This is the last podcast you're ever going to hear from us. We're never going to hear shit again. We quit. Uh, but no, we, we want to uh, take this time. We want to take a second to give thanks to everybody that's been supporting us uh, lately. Like, we've had a lot of love. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we appreciate it. The numbers, I mean, we went from one in 100 views, you know, to 1,000 views, to 3,000 views was our last uh, a milestone that we just hit. And now we're, we're heading up for 5K. We want, we want 5K. We're proud of it, you know. Just, you, gotta, you gotta take your steps and take it piece by piece. And you guys come in here and just continue to be amazing like feedback and checking out our goods so thank you like seriously we do absolutely appreciate everything you guys do and, and bring around man y'all y'all are our energy we're we're all little gokus over here with our hands up mm-hmm. we're, you guys are giving Ow. us the spirit bomb we're Ow. we're trying to save the day man and that's what you guys are doing you're giving us your energy very apt so, very thank apt. you thank you <laughs> Uh, in other news, on some racist bullshit. No, 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 no we're not gonna, we're not gonna. Uh, no. We're gonna talk about right now. We're gonna continue. Right to it. We're gonna continue shouting out. Also, just to let you guys know what you guys are getting involved with when you're listening to the podcast. We are officially worldwide, you guys. Like, we got the stats back from the last podcast. We got listeners in Paris. We got listeners in Japan. We see you, Germany. Uh, Amsterdam. We actually know who it is in Amsterdam. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an inside job. But look, look don't Regardless, worry about it. It's still in Amsterdam. We still got Amsterdam. It's still there. Uh, it's still there. Uh, did I say Japan already? Because you did say Japan. The dude in Japan... Let me, let me stop this real quick. I wish I... I'm going to bring it up maybe later. But this dude in Japan <laughs> that's listening to the podcast, I see you, man. He's listening to every single podcast. From, like, the jump. From, from a Trump-tastic <laughs> beginning. To now, from the jump, this man is a weekly. So we see you, we or see woman, you. whatever it is, this individual, Sir, ma'am, whoever you are, uh, Germany, we see you. Let's shout <laughs> you out, Paris, we see you. Uh, I'm trying to think of everybody else. I saw China, 
Uh, North Korea? No, I'm just joking. There's no North Korean listeners yet. But. I hope not. You know, I've been talking a lot of shit about Kim Jong Un. Well, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> extend to their people. It doesn't extend to the people. I personally said some things. You, you what, about what, what, that little bowl cut turd. You American bastard. <laughs> Uh, I also like to thank. Don't bomb us. Thank you guys from uh, <laughs> thank you guys for the support in the comedy situation. Like I've been going out doing a couple of uh, dates and uh, yeah. uh, it's been going pretty well, y'all. So so everything's going good. By the next time we do this podcast, okay. So uh, I can't tell you guys about that because some fool's gonna try to steal the idea. But the next time we do the podcast, it's gonna be cool. Uh, so next week, all right. Now I can't hold it any longer. All right, we're five minutes in, and I got to let it go. Now, uh, what we're going to do here on this podcast is we're going to play you guys. Uh, we can basically call this a commercial podcast, okay? Because we're going to play all the commercials that we've played so far in this season. And uh, we got a couple of new commercials for you, too. So don't don't worry about it. But uh, uh, should we do a new song? I think we can do a new song. I mean, I can, I can whip something up. Let me think. Who would be easy? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see where I it goes. My, I, I had my Larry David look over here. I, Larry David, I, yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, it's pretty, 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 pretty possible. Pretty possible. Next week uh, on the podcast, you guys can be listening to for the uh, 1980s episode. <laughs> okay, we're going to take it back in time. All right, we're going to take you back 30 years to 1987. Jesus Christ. And so when we come in, it's basically not going to be, uh, yeah, like, oh, that was 30 years ago. Yeah, it was 30 years ago, everybody. Oh, no. It was 30 years ago. It was. So, so like, the 80s to the kids now are what the 60s were to us. So that's kind of crazy, but that's how it is. And we're going to take you back. Uh, we got a couple of good interviews we're going to be uh, talking to. Next week, we're going to be talking to Bill Cosby uh, in 1987. And we're going to be talking to... Uh, Donald Trump uh, with a lot of other stuff going on. So uh, check out next week's podcast. Check out this week's podcast. Earth Party Radio. It's your host, the Captain Eldis, and we're back again. Uh, Drank. Oh, oh, what's up, Dave? Dave's still here. Drank. <laughs> Dave, uh, who played Kendrick Lamar on... Uh, I played Kendrick hey, Lamar. Give, give him a little freestyle. Give him a little freestyle, Dave. Give him a little something. Say Kendrick, sitting up in this studio with LDs. Hey. Do what he gonna do. Everybody knows that I can spit this all night long. Hey. You know we gonna get it. Cause this is how we live Everybody know we doing When we getting down like this So oh. drink that shit real good Go ahead, hit that hood Tell everybody that you should That there's another place that you would hey. Rather be Listen to all the shit I'm gonna see Yeah And I spit There it is And don't get down on that Eldest radio party shit Hey, how you Yeah, Dave had to take uh, Kendrick Lamar from me Who, uh, I did it in, uh One of the episodes let me turn this music down a little bit. Give him a, a little, uh, talk to him a little bit. Let me turn it down a little bit. Yeah, so, basically, Lou was doing out there, and we're not gonna, we're not gonna mince words. We're very, we're very blunt and very honest with each other here at Earth Party Radio. And I sat down there, and when L, and when Lou did it, I was like, oh, man, I could do way better than that shit, man. Like, that shit's bad. Like, I'm gonna get it. Like, we do that sometimes. Like, you have to be able 
to sit down and be honest with each other when we're doing this stuff because we want it to sound good like we're never really trying to go for a flamey effect like where it just looks like we're just shitting on people for no reason or anything like that you know yeah that's not that's not really what we're trying to do we, we're, we're trying to provide a bit at least to the best of our abilities because sometimes we get it when we listen to our own impressions we're kind of like yeah. <laughs> so you can only do what you can do right right right, right. 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 i mean when we, we feel like it's good enough and, it, and a lot of times what we're going for is to kind of try to get the feel of the character that we think like i mean like like lose lebron doesn't sound like lebron but it's more like it feels lebron-y this is like what lebron is thinking this is like lebron's inner lebron like you know yeah. when lebron is out here like smiling at you he's really like i'm going on you 26 times like because yeah. that's just kind of how he looks on the court you know what i mean like and, and so lou captures that and, and it's hilarious to me when he gets to like lebron and in the studio because i find lebron to be hilarious It'll be J23. <laughs> you know what? And L. LeBron James, for those that have, uh, if you're listening this deep into this podcast, it is obviously you listen to Nice in Paradise. Shout out to Japan. <laughs> uh, so LeBron, which is track number one, two, three, which is the third track on there, uh, was very fun for me to record. And I love doing LeBron because... <laughs> You know, it's it's uh, only commercials, and sometimes I I, I, I pretty much got to play the straight man, but I don't have to do it when I when I get LeBron. I mean, LeBron is basically I'm gonna dunk on these bitch niggas, and they gonna eat my balls. You know, like why the, why is he so mad? Just eat your balls, yes, LeBron. Yes. Eat them with their Cheerios. The bad part about it is. This is probably within the realm of possibility for LeBron because he could jump like a fucking frog. Yeah. So, like, you just see him just getting in there, and my nuts is in your eyebrow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, the first single that came out on the mixtape was uh, The Declaration by Donald Trump featuring designer and Rick Ross. So, uh, uh, I'm actually getting a lot of feedback about that song. Like, people are talking to me about it. And everybody loves Donald Trump because they say he sounds gangster in the song. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, and they like, of course, they like the ad-libs. You know, everybody loves Designer, which is why he got put onto the song. Well, let's talk about your process. Let's talk about the process of, of recording the declaration right. for everybody out there. Because I, I kind of like listening to podcasts when they go behind the scenes and talk about how they did what they did. Uh, so we're going to do that here. And if you don't like it, then, you know, we'll, you know, whatever. So what happened? How, how it went down, like the new YouTube videos are talking about is let's talk about how the mixtape went down in general okay so i was thinking about dj just dj Jessup! i was thinking about dj john <laughs> and i said dj john has been a dj like dj john has been with me since i've been in first grade really my mom used to call him my little demon and that's what she's like like tell that little demon not to come out you know i used to <laughs> say stuff like he's not but he's not a demon he's just you know i'll be like i'm not picking that up like you know i'd say something like that <laughs> and she's, i would be joking like i'm not talking to my mom like that but she's like uh you know go in there and grab me some ice and i'm like i'm not getting any ice you know i'm getting up to get the ice and she's like uh tell that little demon i don't want to hear from him again that type thing so i was in the uh uh, uh at the gym on the treadmill and i was like man dj john hasn't had a chance to do a mixtape. He's to, been a DJ for 30 DJ. years. Yeah, he needs the DJ. Like, why is, why is there no DJ? There's now? no mixtape. Like, the thing I did a bit, like, back in the day when I was doing the internet radio, where he did world DJ in competition. 
and he came in second place to, to the Russian DJ, which we, we got we, we got to bring the world DJ in competition back. We got to bring that back. Got to bring it back. But uh, uh, I did a bit like that, and that's really the only DJ thing he's had besides you know what he's doing on the radio. So I called Dave up. I was like, Dave, DJ John has to drop a mixtape. And Dave was like, "Yes." <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I didn't hesitate on that. I'd actually been like secretly been like, "I think DJ John should be doing some some real like DJing." Like ever since we bought in DJ John, like way back when we had Obama, uh-huh. and Obama came in, and, you oh, know, yeah. and, and Obama was like uh, DJ John, yeah, uh, play the track I requested. The yeah. DJ John master, like he just scratching it out. What was that, Mr. President and one of the presidents? Yeah, it, it was one of the earlier podcasts. One of the ones with the president in and the he title. came in, and I'm like, DJ John should be out here really just flexing his DJ muscle. Mm-hmm. DJ John to me is really like the engine back there. The mm-hmm. way the way he constantly slapsticks LD is back in the position. Yeah, just me. Yeah. He just needs to be out here pushing his presence. I, I'm a fan myself. I mean, and I, and I think I probably mentioned it before about how when he goes into DJ John, I'm over here like. <laughs> <laughs> DJ John, because I like DJ John. He's he's funny to me. Like just his whole swagger, his personality, his demeanor, everything is hilarious. Okay, so we come into the studio. Let's let's break into uh, uh, when we started to record the podcast. So we decided we got a studio date. We had a, a hurricane hit uh, here in Atlanta Boy. between the time that it was time to record. So we had a little more extra time. We had to, we had to do it the next week, but we we finally got into the studio after we after we cleared the wreckage. And uh, 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 it was like, okay, first first song that we recorded was The Declaration. No, no, that's not true. I recorded uh, Chance the Rapper, half of it, and I recorded, uh, I, complete, I I had DJ John, I mean, I had LeBron's song kind of done when uh, uh, Dave came through to drop, uh, to drop uh, Donald Trump. And uh, I knew it was going to be serious when he whipped out the notepad. Like, okay, <laughs> I got to get these points out. <laughs> I got to get these points out. Because right. I don't know if we've mentioned this before. Like, we really don't write any of this shit down. Like, no, nah, usually we don't. We kind of end up getting an idea about what we want to do and where we want to go. And so most... Okay, most... Uh, what were you saying? Oh, well... All right, truth be told, we kind of broke out and broke back in. Uh, Lady Rowan showed up. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Uh, just disrupting the podcast. Just forget whatever we were talking about just before. Disruptive. Has been completely... <laughs> Usually we try to slide back in there gingerly, but... Uh, she showed up with a bowl of soup. <laughs> and just went out there on lunch break. Like, hi, guys! So we're back. We're so back we're in black. black. But yeah, we were talking about uh, 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 recording the declaration or uh, Donald Trump's. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. situation and uh, yeah so uh, we broke it down and we, we threw it up on Facebook and you guys super responded now this is this is what we want to talk about too now that we got a, a lady Rowan in the building she wanted to speak on some sports issues right Roxanne yes okay, um, so. currently um, I guess the ever so socially aware Chris Long will be donating his remaining 10-game checks for educational equality through his foundation. So, something positive that's going on in the NFL right now. Oh, man, I thought we were going to be talking about the negative stuff. (laughs) We can get to that, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
So wait, when he's donating 10, 10, like 10 of his game checks? 10 of his game checks. So what is he getting off of those checks? Like zero? Zero, yes. Because he has a foundation and he's just giving all that money into his foundation. So, he's also like rich. Yeah. Tax breaks. <laughs> Tax In celebration of his 10th year in the NFL, uh-huh. he's donating 10 of his checks this is all a tax hustle, everybody. Don't get caught up in this being all good. Secrets and lies. Oh, none of it's positive. Uh-huh. It's all lies. Fake news. <laughs> it's all tax break situation. <laughs> so he donates 10 of his checks. That means his charitable net, charitable donation on his taxes on, on his foundation goes up, up, up. And he can start writing stuff off. I'm on to you, Chris. I'm on to you. Okay, so... I have a question since you guys are more well versed with the NFL than I am. Mm-hmm. What is this thing that Colin Kaepernick is doing with collusion and is it CBS or CBA mm-hmm. that he's trying to overturn in the NFL? Like what what exactly is that? Okay, so uh, collusion. Hmm. Let's 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 just speak on that uh, to start out with. Okay, so basically Colin Kaepernick is saying that this all of you white NFL owners got together. There was a meeting, like an actual meeting, like we were having a meeting here today, all three of us. There was a meeting with the NFL owners, be it uh, uh, live, in person like we are, or over a group chat that, you know, a secret NFL owner group chat, maybe a com- all-company email that only the uh, NFL owners are, are, are privy to. And somebody somewhere in that email said, hey, we're not going to hire this nigga no matter what. Agreed. The question was po- was posed, and everybody was like, "Agreed." So they're colluded. Wow, they have evidence of that. I don't know if they actually have evidence of that. Personally, I don't think that's been the case. Like mm-hmm. my whole thing with uh with Cap, and uh-huh. we're gonna go down and we're gonna get into it. Here's here here's a platform. Cap sits in an incredibly strange bubble. Mm-hmm. Okay. First and foremost, I'm going to sit down and declare. I'm with Cap. Mm-hmm. I agree with this protest. I'm down with him all the way. Been yeah. down with him since day one. He's you guys doing a black it. power fist for you. You guys have seen it. <laughs> you guys have seen it. But we all heard this. We all know we this. We all know this. We all know this to be true. <laughs> I personally started the banana feast. Uh-huh. <laughs> the banana feast. We didn't even get into the banana feast because uh, we'll get, yeah, we kind of got way off topic there. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, but but he sits in a strange bubble. And the big the big problem with him is is that Cap to me is often misremembered. Mm-hmm. Like he's a good quarterback, yeah. but he's not a great quarterback. Like it seems like most of the people who like him mm-hmm. think that he is like football god, like Elway returned. He's the second coming of and Johnny it, United, right? And it's like, how can you not put fucking John Elway mm-hmm. on the field? He's like, but he's. Not. He's really not great. He's mm-hmm. average as shit. Like he's he's a very middle of the roady kind of quarterback. Like when mm-hmm. when Alex Smith got hurt and the 49ers made their Super Bowl run, they were already good. Mm-hmm. Like Alex Smith was good. Like look at him. We have a game on in the studio right now. That we're looking at the, the game from this week, and Alex Smith is playing good football. He's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But Alex Smith got hurt, and what Cap did is he basically just kind of kept the ship on course. Like he was good enough to get him there because they were already good. But He's not really, but when he got a chance to take over the team, he didn't really make them better. Like, they didn't get any better. They actually kind of got worse. Now, all that's not his fault. You know, you lose guys to free agency and mm-hmm. and other stuff like that. But Cap's gone. So, he's an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. And most people don't want to pay. And the way they pay quarterbacks now mm-hmm. is asinine. 
So Cap's not going to go anywhere. And he's kind of put himself out there as like, well, look, I'm going to get what I'm worth. And he should. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's what everybody should do is like get paid. Mm-hmm. I'm, with, I'm always with get players your, getting get, paid. Get your Skrilla, my nigga. Right, especially because these, these NFL owners will turn on them quick. Mm-hmm. They'll sit down and be like, oh, well, fuck you. You only had 30 touchdowns last year. <laughs> this kid is coming out of college. Yeah. He can give me 32. So fuck off, yeah, buddy. Fuck off. And, like, yeah. and, they, and they cut you. And that's what they do. So I'm with all these dudes getting their money. But the problem is, is you don't know if you can really build a team around him. You'd have to really, really build a team around him because of skills. I don't I don't disagree with the build of the team around him. He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. But I actually uh, am in a disagreement with Dave on this. Like, well, I actually, I agree with him, but I disagree. Like, I agree that he's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. Like, you can't deny that. Like, I agree that he's not as good as people are remembering him, yeah. especially he, since he beat the Falcons on some <laughs> bullshit. I was holding Bowen. We saw you, you scumbag. You held the shit out of Roddy White. Son of a bitch. You held him. Anyway, because of that, I'm not. A, I've, I've never been a big cat fan since that. And then the second <laughs> I mean, of all, 49ers is, that, is like an old hate for us. Y'all remember that time we too. saw him in Hooters? He was kind of. He was. He was. He, he came in the Hooters. He was nice. Okay, he was, he was nice. nice. No, he didn't. No, he wasn't he was nice. nice. He was. He wasn't like all flashy. He only had one person with him. He okay, he came into Hooters. There was a fucking line. All right. A line no, going out the was not. Yes, there was. Not. There was a line going out the door, and Colin Kaepernick <laughs> walked past everybody, flipping the bird off as he walked, <laughs> walked gingerly walked. Okay, Colin, I remember you walked in there. You were with one of your homies. You walked past everybody, giving us the bird as you went to the the back room. We didn't even know was there. Like Colin Kaepernick came in the Hooters and fucking disappeared. He sat in the back where the bar was. First of all, he disappeared into the fucking night. He was a celebrity because all the thoughts were gawking. Like okay, so to swarm, so was Colin Kaepernick is 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 slinging mad dick around Hooters, and we didn't get to see anything. All right. So that being said, <laughs> that being said, I don't know where he went inside the Hooters. That's all I'm saying. My question with this whole Cap thing, uh-huh. would, would anyone who disagrees with Cap, is he worth the hoopla? Well, that and that's what we're discussing. That, and that, that's that, that was, that's the point I was going to get to because I don't because I don't think there was like a big owner wide, even though you got some of them. I think there was. I think I think it's more about the money because like like I've said like the point the yeah. point is is not so much of. This nigger spoke up, so we're never gonna let him play. Yeah. It's more like he spoke up, and if if people didn't get his pissed, uh-huh. like you see these people now that are mad, they're like, "God damn it, they didn't respect their flag." I'm gonna know. burn my Jaguars tickets. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck, buddy? <laughs> right? You see how upset people are getting over this yeah, stuff, and it's and it's and it's it's more it's more down the lines of. Is his talent good enough to outweigh the controversy that comes with him? And to most of them, the answer is no. And that's really where the problem comes then in. why can't Kaepernick or most of his supporters accept that? Because, I don't know. Because I think sometimes people just... Okay, this, this is what I'm saying. What's the in game? Okay, this is from, from the one that's like, no, these motherfuckers are fucking with Kaepernick. Like, this is how I feel about it. I think we feel like... Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback, like Dave said earlier. He's not he's middle range. He's not a great he's a better quarterback than a lot of these motherfuckers that these teams have hot. I mean, Jay Cutler, you guys want to fucking seriously sit there and say Jay Cutler deserves a job in Miami before Cap? Well, you know, most people aren't gonna pay ten million dollars for a stop yet. You yeah. know, I think I think really it's kind of I mean, like Colin didn't want ten million though. Yeah, no, he well, he didn't. I mean, but um, that's what I'm saying. Miami, Miami's front office has always been questionable. Okay, so you're just, you're just blaming <laughs> it on incompetence. That, that's a you're Dolphins like, problem. I mean, that's 
bad. He's saying no. No, he's he's saying it's incompetence. But they stay high over there, first of all. So I don't even trust their judgment. Okay, uh, we can't. Somebody run. was in the okay. office. <laughs> somebody was obviously in the office, like <laughs> Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so everyone's coming to terms that everyone was cu- was coked out in Miami, and that's why they didn't pick up Colin Kaepernick, which they could have got for two million dollars, by the way. Yeah, they got they spent ten on on Jay Cutler. That's fine, but it's other teams that could have uh, dealt with a Colin Kaepernick. We got the Browns. We got uh, uh, McCown went down there to uh, what is Josh McCown? What is, what is, what is, what is, what but the Ravens only would have needed them for a few games, and also yeah. in that case, like a couple million dollars is still a good amount yeah. of money to spend for. But Flacco's their guy. Like they've got a quarterback. And this like, this is what I'm saying. Is. Like there was there had this is what I feel like, and this is how I feel about it. I feel that there was a company wide email sent or a meeting had secretly in cloak and dagger if you want to. There was a meeting had and they were like, Look, Cap is gonna fuck up our money, so we can't have him in the NFL. So y'all don't hire him. It's like it's all it's all, it's all about the greenbacks at the it, end of the it, day. It's both. Like people can't sit down there because I've heard people be like, they don't hire him because he ain't good. Like, no, shut the fuck up. He's yeah. good. He's good enough to be in the league. There is not. There is not. There is not sixty quarterbacks. There you go. Better than Colin Kaepernick. There you go. Period. If Cap never said anything, he'd have a job. From a legal and, standpoint, though, from a legal standpoint, when this is happening, it comes down to this. Did you NFL owners come together and say, because it's going to affect our money, we're not going to hire this man? Did y'all come together and say that? And the answer is they had to. I think, I think collusion is probably a bit much. I think it's probably more of an unspoken thing. I think he probably – he has a right to file a grievance on because they're clearly – I don't think it's unspoken. Clearly they, are, clearly they are being – I think that's where we're different from. That's where we're different. Yeah, I, clearly he isn't being hired – because uh-huh. of his stance. That's obvious. Uh-huh. Like, nobody here is debating that. Y'all seen the Simpsons stonecutters? That's what happened. They were having that meeting. <laughs> we do. Da, 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 we do. I don't know if you know what the stonecutters are. Well, yeah, it's basically that cloak and dagger organization within the Simpsons. So yeah. all 32 owners of the NFL put their cloaks on. They got their blood-stained goblets. And they said, we're not, we're not hiring Cap. That's how it went down. That's how it went down in my mind, at least. I think, but I think before it's over with. Somebody is going to get out there and be on the line, and somebody is going to say, fuck it, it's worth it. You think but somebody's going to pick them up? I, that might be me hoping. It's, it's really, so. people get really upset about this stuff. I mean, look at, look at some of these. Look at, look at the fucking Cleveland Browns right now. The dumpster fire that is the fucking Cleveland Browns. I know, like, we can blame a lot of this shit on, like, Miami. Okay, they were blitzed out of their mind on cocaine, and they didn't pick up Colin Kaepernick and pay $10 million to Jay Cutler. But what can we say about Cleveland Browns who passed on Deshaun Watson, who isn't, like, this is what I'm saying about Deshaun Watson, too. It's not a surprise that he's balling like he is right now. Like, he balled at fucking Clemson. So you're going to sit there and say you got a gamer who's a baller and you have a pick that you can pick him up and you're like, eh, no, we'll go with Fuck-A-Duck McBiscuits. And you you don't even want to pick up Colin Kaepernick as a backup? Uh, Yeah, but Cleveland also might be in the same state of rebuilding. Gross incompetence. What? Well, you got to build from the ground up. And for that's, how long? Because Cleveland Brown, ever since I started watching um, look, it, it, that shit the is, NFL uh, football, true, I was like, "What the fuck is the truthfully, Browns like?" Truthfully, that shit, <laughs> that shit is hard. Like if you if you stop and you look at it, like for in, in terms of it's not just quite as simple as 
Get some money, throw some money, make yeah. it happen. You know, but they're, but they're one of those legacy teams like the Steelers, Miami. So they've been there for years. Yeah, and, and, they have and, a strong, and, and Pittsburgh they have a stronger foundation. And Pittsburgh like, for a period had had so. had a really bad stretch of being. I mean, everybody yeah, goes through stretches of being a bad. Little, like it, it it comes into it. Was it was like just immaculate like, reception. Suck, you, suck, 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 yeah, suck, suck, yeah, like, suck, 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 suck. And then got back in about like the nineties or so. Then it's like we're back, baby. Like they were great in the seventies. Like they were. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Stop grabbing that. Pussy and get out there. But how is the how is the Detroit Lions doing better than Cleveland Brown when they? Well, Detroit, just as bad Detroit has been Detroit shit for a while. Now let me tell you about let me tell you about these guys because first off <laughs> we used to joke about this dude because Matt Millen mm-hmm. was the GM there for a long time and Matt apparently is a great guy mm-hmm. and I I doubt Matt's listening but if Matt you hear your if you just Google search your name <laughs> or some shit and this pops up and you hear it. Matt's a great guy who's been known as a pretty good football guy. Uh, Shitty GM. Like, everything does not translate. You know what I'm saying? Just because you played the game and you play well does not necessarily make you an awesome GM. Phil Jackson. This guy, (laughs) Phil, this guy for four years, four straight years, drafted a fucking wide receiver. He had the best wide receiver available every year, number one, Golden and no quarterback. He never drafted a quarterback. This motherfucker has a stable of receivers and nobody. He's got John Kitna throwing the ball like Kitna. John Kitna. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not an exact science. Like, sometimes it takes a while to build. There are things that happen subtly in hires they make and people they put in place. It, all of a sudden, it looks like it just kind of boom, boom, like it happens instantly. But actually, it usually doesn't. That's true. That's true. The rebuilding process, as any Cleveland Cavaliers fan or Cleveland Browns fan or maybe even Indians fan can tell you that uh, the rebuilding the rebuilding process is a long and arduous. Oh, the Cubs! You you hear? Go Cubs! Go! Hey, these guys are these guys look great. They're in the playoffs now, but they're like in the verge of being gone. But. Hey, Chicago, what do they you say? The, the Cubs are going to win today. These dudes hadn't won a World Series in 108 years before that point. Like, they have been known. Their nickname was Rebuilding Like Shit. Losers. Like, that was. Wow. It, it's hard. Because, well, at least in terms of. Bad new, the Bad News Bears. <laughs> right, right. Good God. Because in, ter- in terms of these guys, though, like, in terms of, of, of the Cubs, like, the big problem was with these guys. Was that in baseball? There's no salary cap. Here's a guy, and it's been that way for a while. So it's like it seems logical. You could be like, just throw money at it, mm-hmm. but it's like it becomes the ultimate catch twenty two, though, right? If you don't sell tickets, you don't have money. But if you don't have players, you don't, you don't sell tickets. Yeah. So it turns into a big loop. Now, some of that was, honest to God, Cubs office was just like, mm-hmm. fuck it, we're making money because these guys sell out their day game. Chicago fan, I'm sorry. I'm about to get on you guys for a minute. And I grew up dual Braves and Cubs fan. This comes from a loving place. Yeah. But as a little boy and I'm watching TV, why didn't you guys go to work? Like, they played day <laughs> games. They didn't have, like, lights in their stadium. They played day games every week. And Harry Carey's over. Well, I got another sellout crowd here in Chicago. And they're all in there. And these drunk motherfuckers are there at 1 o'clock. Woo! On Wednesday. Go Cubbies! Go Cubs! Go! Like, <laughs> singing it. Seventh inning stretch. Take me out to the ball. Drunk as all fuck. Drunk as shit. <laughs> Hanging out with Bill Murray. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, how do you guys know Ryan Sandberg's stats? You should be out there, like, doing your job. How are you paying your bills? 
Building building Trump Tower. Right, building motherfuckers on the roof across the street just hanging out like woo like it, it was a party. That was I loved it. But shout out to Chicago like, though. I, I I went there last year and uh, uh House of Blues. <laughs> shout out to my dogs out there at the House of Blues in Chicago. Uh beautiful city, but yeah. Sorry, oh congratulations. Every time I see you guys walking around the city in your cub stuff. I say uh, congratulations on your World Series, and every single time the people from Chicago are they they they, always, they never say oh thanks man they're always like huh, about time indignant <laughs> <laughs> about it yes yeah like damn I'm trying to give you some congratulations and you're fucking giving me shit yeah but about man. time these pieces of shit won so, so but all now this- is the Cubs in a downward spiral now if they just won the World Series they're not they're not, I mean, they're not in a downward spiral they're they're a good team. They're good now. But we say that to say that Colin Kaepernick was colluded against. Well, it's kind of like the rebuilding process to go back to your thing about Cleveland being bad. Like, it's it's harder than it looks. It's not that easy to, to build a team and to make it work. Like, it takes time. It takes years. It takes effort. But as bad as you – as bad as your season or your previous season is, isn't that what determines – what number you are in picking the draft? It does. Mm-hmm. So the draft is in order. You Unless you're in the round. NBA with yeah. their crooked ass draft lottery, like the mobs, like uh, we're going to give it to uh, <laughs> Dave. Does a better mob voice than me. We're going to give it to. Uh, uh, I think this year um, it needs to go through the Cavs or something bad might happen. I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm know. not going to say what it is. <laughs> something bad might happen. It's I don't want to be something. I don't bad. know. Yeah, you. We know you did it, Dan Gilbert. You racist piece of shit. <laughs> Got the basketball god over there that you can't even appreciate. Yeah. I don't give a damn. The hell with you, Dan Gilbert. Yeah. I'm not a Gilbert fan either, so whatever. So, yeah, if you had the first round draft pick and that guy from Clemson, what's his name? Uh, uh, Sean Watson. Watson. Sean Watson was available. Uh Why wouldn't you pick him up? Well, because it depends on where. He would have have been. Unless Unless you're Chicago and you want to pick up old Trubinsky. That Trubinsky's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's okay. He might he might be all right, but I mean it comes into draft value because like the money comes in at different places. Like when you're first, second, third overall, you're gonna get paid better than later down. And they and when you evaluate talent, you might be like, okay, he's not worth thirty five million dollars over five years or whatever the set cap is for the quarterback. It used to be especially worse before they put a rookie pay wage on it because mm-hmm. before then it used to be gaudy. Because like when we, when we got Matt Ryan in Atlanta. They pay Matt seventy-two million as a rookie yep. before he threw a pass, yep. and that's pretty bad. Because then you got people who play who've played for years, uh-huh. who've been in there like I've been a great quarterback for nine years. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not this sexy young stud from USC. Yeah. So yeah. fuck off, buddy. Yeah. Here you go, uh, uh, <laughs> Matt Leinart. Here's seven billion dollars. <laughs> right. They gave uh, a quarterback from uh, Detroit, uh, 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 Stafford. He got paid a big fucking chunk, and then just got hurt. Yeah, it, it happens. So I mean, it's about money, and so they and so the value of Deshaun Watson wasn't as high as where Cleveland was. So Cleveland has to pick somebody that they feel is all right at that value. And evaluating that is difficult. Evaluating talent is difficult. Everybody's not good at these things. Everybody's the yeah. king shit at picking somebody until you got Tim Tebow out there on the field getting the shit sacked out of him. But I thought you based picking a player on the combine. Mm, well, yeah, some of it. Yes you, and you, no. It's, it, I mean, like the combine. It on the, the combine can help or hurt you. Like some guys come out there and do it. Like some and some guys don't translate. For your boy Brady, was Pete was, was looked like shit. Brady was mediocre in college. Looked like a piece right, of shit. He, like, <laughs> he wasn't great, and that's and, and the reason he went. And people look at him and be like, how did he 
he go in the sixth round? Because he was a fucking six-round quarterback when he was in college. Like, just deal with it. And then he came to the NFL and just something worked for him. It clicked. He's like, oh. So now he turned Bill Belichick. <laughs> Belichick. Bill Belichick is what worked for him. Yes. The, the tapes worked. Yes. The tapes worked. <laughs> <laughs> the flattened balls helped him out a lot. <laughs> the tapes. No. He came into the NFL where he had tapes on every team and flattened balls, and he just succeeded. <laughs> Hey, it worked. <laughs> at least, at least we convert our cheating into wins. By any means necessary. And, uh, yes. You know what, though? Yes. I, I can respect that because nothing would be yes. more embarrassing than yes. be like cheating your yes. ass off. Like cheating harder, Atlanta. <laughs> Cheat harder, god damn it! And be losing and just getting your ass bopped. Yeah. Like, yeah. He deflated these footballs yeah. and he threw six interceptions. <laughs> it makes it softer for the DBs to grab curses. Like you got DB just one-handing everything you throw. Like, oh, okay. This is great. This is my best game ever. How did this happen? Yeah, so, I mean, fair enough. You made good on your cheating. But, I mean, and so in that case, all our, like, past 20 minutes of rambling goes mm-hmm. back to say is that it's hard because when you're trying to build, Kaepernick might not necessarily, he might not hurt you, but he may not help you in that regard. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're building for a distance. It's about a long-term solution. And he'll, while he might get you a few wins here or there now, it doesn't might not necessarily make you a better team. And some of these guys, they draft are young players, and they're trying to see, is this guy who I'm paying fucking rent money? Right. <laughs> right, who I'm paying rent money in this case, mm-hmm. you know, a potential to be a great quarterback, or do I take this other guy who might make me marginally better? Let's uh, uh let's let's uh, uh shift towards the NBA real quick before we get on out of here. Uh, anybody think that they got it figured out what's going to be the championship scenario? Or you are we really it? asking this question? Oh my gosh, it's obvious. See? I don't even watch basketball like that, uh-huh. but I'm calling it Cavs in Cleveland again. You Cavs? You mean Golden State? Golden State. I mean, sorry, yeah, Golden State in Cleveland. Is that what you? Is that where you're at with it, Dave? Well, well, you know, personally, I think the Hawks and Timberwolves. No, of course, I'm thinking goddamn Golden State and Cleveland. <laughs> so you've got the uh, question. Uh, do you think Carmelo's gonna do well in OKC? No, nah, he's not gonna do shit out there. Ah. Carmelo's not gonna do a damn thing in OKC. Carmelo is aging, and he's a role player, and that's what he is to me. Just Nobody's a, a role player. That's the problem with all these dudes. They're, I don't even know how good that Houston Rockets shit is gonna the work. Houston Rockets not gonna do shit either. No, I mean, because 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 basically the problem is the biggest problem with Gold State is they're the actual fucking team. Yeah, they are. Like, they hired Durant. Durant is a hitman. Yes. He's an assassin. He's a, yes. They hired him specifically yes. to neutralize LeBron's scoring. Yep. Like, that's his job. Yep. If LeBron goes out there, LeBron goes ham. Fucking KD is Judge oh. Dredd. Judge right. Dredd and fucking executioner out there. Right. So, if, go, if LeBron's going to score 30, I'll score 32. Scoop. Yeah, scoop. Like, that's his job. And then when you put... Last second shot, up, no problemo. And then when you match it up team for team, no, mm-hmm. Cleveland's not better. Like, yeah. that's just what it is. That was their advantage was LeBron. Yeah. Do you think that... Well, the player that broke his ankle... Yeah, Gordon Hayward. Do you think that he, it's um his, his injury would have a huge impact on how Boston performs? Oh, uh, fuck yes. yes. He was the so great white host. Boston is, out Boston is fucked. Gordon Hayward is probably the most underrated player yes, in the NBA. I agree. Like, he is a phenomenal I player. Concur. And, like, nobody knew who he was. He was out there playing in Utah. Utah, like. <laughs> hanging out hanging out with Joe Johnson. I'm playing with Utah <laughs> Sputniks. I don't know what the fuck's happening out here. He's Listen. Gordon Hayward was the only chance they had to go six games with Cleveland in the playoffs. Now that he's out, 
Uh, they might win. Might win one. He was, Maybe two. That was their big three. Like him, Kyrie, and Horford. Like they were going to come out there and try to contend. And now you basically have Horford and Kyrie. Yeah, like, uh, So good luck with that shit. Bum, bum, ba, da, <laughs> good luck with that shit. So, no, Gordon's huge. And, and more than anything, like, damn, Gordon, I'm sorry, man. I hope, I, I hope this doesn't threaten his career. That's nasty. That's the type of... Injury yeah, that a freak accident. It was, it a freak, was. Yeah, it was a freakish thing. I watched it in his in his leg. Get just, him some milk. His, his, yeah, like. <laughs> so you commented that. No. I'm not laughing at the man's injury, but damn. I don't know when you guys are hearing milk this. Milk does but, a body good. But but <laughs> this this happened last night. Yeah, this is fresh for us. Like so, this so whenever you guys hear this, we're recording this ahead of time, but. Like you guys understand, man. That's that's crazy. I'm sorry, man. Thoughts and thoughts and prayers to Gordon Hayward. Thoughts and prayers to his fam. I mean, he had that guaranteed money, so that's one good thing yeah, about it. Yeah, he's good. He's still that's collecting his check. So he's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting paid though. He can roll his ass right yes. to the bank. Wheel it on in. Wheel it on in there. That God wheel's leading the way. <laughs> Picking up his millions. So at least he's got that. At least he's got that. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to wrap it up on that note. Uh, we're going to try to do this a little more. Like, we can uh, get together and record. And maybe uh, next time we'll actually talk about the mixtape. The mixtape. Next time we'll talk about the mixtape, yes. We're rambling here, guys. Don't judge us. You <laughs> hey, said you you're the one it. listening to this show here. I mean, we're 45 minutes in. Don't judge us. And you're still like, well, they didn't talk about what I wanted them to talk about. Like, well, you know, that, that's your mistake. Okay, so. <laughs> and our viewership just went down. Nice. So, if you were this one, if they're this far in, I think they're going to be tuning in for the next episode. Okay, so uh, shout out to that guy. Shout out to Japan. Japan. Shout out to Japan. Dude, we got to get out there and visit this dude. Dude, send, find a, this cat. send an email, man. I know you're listening. I can see. Yeah, Earthpartyradio at gmail.com. Hey, give us your size. Maybe we'll, we'll send you a t shirt. We'll, we'll send you something, man. You deserve something. Rip. We love you. If you want something, just hit us up. Earthpartyradio at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, iTunes. We're on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube. Just type in Earth Party Radio in Google, and we are the only ones. I was saying that at the beginning, and we weren't the only ones, but now, seriously, we are the fucking only ones. That's because I showed up and <laughs> had a little conversation with them. Them off Morgan Freeman. You know what? Let's uh let's give the fans what they want. You know you know what, Dave? Give us a little give us a little Morgan Freeman. I'll start the music up and uh, just give us a little something. Okay. Why hello out there in podcast land? This is Morgan Freeman. Now I know what you're thinking. One you just Dave a few seconds ago. Well, that's just a trick. Dave is just a little elf that I found that helps me do things from time to time. Sometimes he cleans up the sock drawer and swipes left or right on Tinder for me so Morgan can get his bitches. That's right, Morgan's on Tinder. You can look me up and I can tell you great stories about that time me and Andy Dufresne went to the Pink Pony with only $20. It didn't go too well for Andy, but show did go good for Morgan. That's right, ass and pussy everywhere, all in Morgan's face. Okay, all right, Morgan. (laughs) Morgan's going to enjoy that pussy for 15 more minutes. Mm -hmm. That was the plan until you took the microwave. Mm, You bet. Mm -hmm. Okay, y'all. Well, we're going to wrap the show up. 
uh, we'd like to thank you guys for listening and continuing. Next week, we're going to have the 1980s podcast. And uh, I'll give you a little preview. Lady Rowe did uh, a commercial with Whitney Houston that was really fucked up. I'm going to hell. <laughs> you punched your ticket a long time ago. Oh, oh it's going to be early, you guys. So when you listen, if you if it's on there right now, you can go ahead and listen to the uh, 1980s podcast if you're listening to this in the future. But it'll be on next week. We already got it recorded, so we're going to have it. Whatever day this is, it's going to drop a week from today. Podcast next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? You know what? Hold up, Dave. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, so that's how we're going off. That's how we're getting out of here. All right, any, any last things? Uh, nothing. Thanks for listening. Hit that follow, like, subscribe. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, could you please just give this shit a, a, a heart or something? Give us some love, SoundCloud. Give us some love. And remember, even Jesus wept, so keep your head up. You got a magic that I can't explain. Well, you got a way that you're making me feel I can do, I can do it.